and welcome to the Let's See Grandma Career Warrior Podcast. Our goal is not only to help you land your dream job, but to help you live your best life. Today, we have an episode about leveraging LinkedIn connections. We just had a talk yesterday with Austin Job Seekers. This was a virtual event, and we went into detail about how to not only get those connections, but leverage them for your job search. We are going to take select clips from this meetup and use it for this episode so that you can know how to leverage your connections. We also had some really good questions. These are frequently asked questions from job seekers about LinkedIn. And these are the types of questions that I think you should also be asking. So we'll launch right into it. We'll kick this episode off. But first, I want to back up and follow up on my promise about reading reviews, my favorite reviews that come through in this podcast. We just had one come through on Friday that says, very helpful podcast, interesting and informative, and I'd also recommend Leg as a resume service. That's Let's Eat Grandma. Just used them for the first time, and it was a positive experience. Can't thank you enough, Tress WM, for that positive review, and thanks for being a customer of Let's Eat Grandma. That really makes my day. If you have a review you'd like to leave Let's Eat Grandma or to leave this podcast, please go to Apple or iTunes and let us know what you think. All right, so let's launch right into it and we'll kick it off with our edit. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for attending our virtual meetup for Austin Job Seekers. Um, These have been so much fun and I'm glad we can continue this even during this time right now. And this is one of my favorite presentations to give because we focus on the activity behind LinkedIn. So not just building that robust profile, but this one's going to be more geared towards uh, getting active and uh, really having fun with it because we want this to be a sustainable way for you to network and uh, use it for whatever purpose you like. All right. So just to introduce ourselves. I am the co-founder of Let's Eat Grandma. I also have my brother here, Matt. And this is a resume service that's focused on helping job seekers to land their dream job. My personal background is I studied hotel administration at the Cornell College of Business. I helped students with their resumes, cover letters, and other documents. And this is where I found my love and my passion for writing. And the resume business was born shortly after Fast forward six, seven years later, you know, we've written for over 2000 professionals in all different industries. Um, We've had 500 plus event attendees and we have a podcast, which I'm very proud to say has reached 60,000 downloads. So a lot of this really comes together and a lot of this is really used for the material and content that we're going to be teaching you today. So know that it comes from a really good place and a place of passion and knowledge. All right. So the actual meat of what we're going to talk about today is LinkedIn. What is the obsession with LinkedIn? This graph on the right-hand side is what excites me. This is LinkedIn user growth. This is actually a prediction of what is going to happen also within the next few years. This is LinkedIn users in the United States from 2018 to 2022. And Obviously, in the last few years, we've seen such growth with LinkedIn as a platform. Um, I always say that besides TikTok, I think it's one of the fastest growing platforms out there. But we will continue to see LinkedIn to grow in the millions over the next few years. So I'm always telling people that it is a really good investment of your time as a job seeker and even as someone who's not necessarily looking for a job. So who this presentation is designed for, and uh, if this isn't you, 
don't panic and run off the call because I'm sure you'll, you'll find value some way. But this presentation is really designed for someone who wants to take their LinkedIn profile and activity into their own hands and get active with it. I always tell people LinkedIn is pointless unless you're actually logging in and getting active on the platform and using it for what it was meant to be used for, which is meaningful networking. Another caveat here, and this is a huge assumption, but all of you, I recommend taking a good look at your profiles and making sure that you have it filled out as much as possible. Don't let that stop you. If you don't have the most perfect profile, I know we have some perfectionists probably on the, this call right now, but just do take some time to look over your LinkedIn profile and to flesh it out. We have plenty of other podcast episodes. And if you have questions about that at the end of this talk, I'll gladly answer. So let me talk to you about LinkedIn's benefit. I am no Kardashian of LinkedIn. Like I'm not this crazy big influencer who is just, you know, always on top of it. But I'm someone who's seen a lot of benefit, especially in 2019. So I tell people I am probably just one step or two steps ahead of you in terms of my LinkedIn activity. And if I can just take all of you up just those one or two steps, I can guarantee you'll have like a noticeable improvement in the results you're seeing through LinkedIn. So ways that being active on LinkedIn for me personally has benefited me during 2019 um, I was able to land speaking opportunities. I know exclusively because I was active on LinkedIn. I drove 525 clicks to our website, which I know isn't much, but for me, it was at the time and acquired several new clients. I landed half my podcast guests and still continue to do so. And to someone's point who they put it in the chat, you know, I really was able to foster those relationships with the people who I've had in my past. I've gotten three and it's definitely more now LinkedIn recommendations that I can use for any job application that if I had to apply for a job, um, my follower count definitely increased last year from 1000 to 2020, 2200, which I'm trying to keep my connection the same because it's more about quality rather than quantity for me right now. But this does give insight to what being active can quickly do for your LinkedIn profile. I'm telling you, there are a lot of people on the platform and a lot of opportunity for growth. Uh, most importantly, it gives me an outlet, almost a creative expression for myself to talk about things that are related to my industry or related to my business. Whenever I have a new podcast that I'm just so excited about or a topic that I just am really, really amped to bring to the business world, I just go to LinkedIn. It's just that easy for me. Now into the heart of this presentation, we're going to talk a little bit about some of the tactical things that you can use today uh, for LinkedIn engagement. So I call these the three ways for more meaningful engagement. Numero uno, number one, post relevant content. So I said, posting relevant content for your industry means attracting the right people and let's not forget this part, offering them actual value. That is probably the most important part of that entire sentence. And we'll delve into that in a second. Example A. This was something I once posted. I said, post relevant articles. And for those of you who are worried about your time, it doesn't always have to be your content. So I made this post. This is a little bit of an old, old screenshot. So this is a while ago, but I said, you've managed hundreds of projects and know you rock at your job. Now, how do you explain that on a resume? Let's not forget, I have a resume service or a resume company. Check out this project manager resume sample from a real client we worked with here at Let's Eat Grandma and find out how to make yours just as great. And at this point, I posted a blog article that was written for project managers. 
I'll tell you, I took the specific thing up to the next level and really started focusing on offering specific value. And it has helped me tremendously over my time on posting content on social media. In fact, I think if this is the right blog I'm thinking about, this started ranking on Google, I think last year, at the end of last year. So not saying this is gonna be every single time you post, things like this are gonna happen, but it's more of a consistency game and something that's gonna help you. Not gonna pause, any questions? I have one from, uh, is, it, is it Ali? Go ahead and state your question for everyone, go ahead. Yeah, I just had a real quick question in terms of Please. content uh, and geared to both of you actually. So when we start engaging, I'm seeing that more and more recruiters are looking at my profile. Yeah. I don't understand what is supposed to be the difference between my resume and the content in my LinkedIn profile. Because when sourcers look at me or things like that, I don't know if it's simply cut and paste because I've heard two different, you know, uh, you know, people say just one line of what you did and then others that say like direct cut and paste. So I just kind of wanted to see like, as you're talking about content, like where that rolls up. Yeah, that's a great question. It's probably one of the most frequently asked questions when you talk about the actual your actual LinkedIn profile, right? It usually complicates things when you're applying for more than one resume, but I would say, or sorry, more than one job type, but I'd say the fact that you are applying for one specific type of position and no more, it makes it a lot easier for you to have, I'd say more of an aligned LinkedIn profile with your resume. So the problem is like, if you were applying for like two or three different positions, I might say that LinkedIn should be like your more broad version of your resume because you're trying to hit different job types. Um, Since that's profile related, let me, if I can remember to send you like, I made like a quick 10 minute episode that shows and gives you the breakdown on how to, to relate between your resume and your LinkedIn profile. I can send that to you. Right. Right. Yeah. Sorry for getting a little off topic. I just saw content and I was like, Oh, (laughs) that's a great question. (laughs) Awesome. Example B that I say is start a conversation relevant to your industry. This is one of my other favorite things that I've done on LinkedIn is this to me even is is even more fun than saying, Hey, here's a blog article. I wrote it, but I wrote this, I think last year I said, just overheard a businessman here in Austin say, well, you need to be micromanaging your employees then, which begs the question, is it ever okay to micromanage? And then I led off with a question and this actually trended uh, within the hashtag management was within the management hashtag, which trending is a lot easier to do than you would think it is on LinkedIn. And this started a really good conversation with people who either got emotional about the topic of micromanaging, but really just stimulated a good conversation. So not saying you have to make it about something controversial, like, I don't know, is micromanaging controversial, but you can make it something that's related to your industry. And this is, I think, one of the best ways to engage with your connections and people who you seek to connect with. The last thing we're going to talk about before I reveal my actual LinkedIn schedule, which is always something that people want to know, is how do I leverage my connections? So I say leverage your connections when appropriate. You can find the win-win within any situation. And I tend to be more on the side of just putting yourself out there and not being afraid to go for it. There is a caveat and we'll cover that towards the end of the section here, but I always recommend just going for it and just putting yourself out there. These are some ways you can use your shiny new network. Let's say you've really begun to build up your network. You're starting to get connections. You're starting to get some engagement and you have a profile. Now is the time to ask for endorsements and recommendations. I always tell people that LinkedIn recommendations, which 
are those nice things that people are saying at the very bottom of your profile. I always say that that is the list of references of today and that is the list of references of the future. It is really hard sometimes to prove some of those soft skills like that you're a good communicator through a resume. So I recommend people get recommendations to where your former boss or someone who you've connected with can endorse you. I say be authentic and also search for those win-win relationships. Don't, I always, I always say like this is a, a tough concept to grasp sometimes, but I always say look at the other party and see what they have to benefit through your reach out message or through whatever engagement you have with them. There is a brilliant concept called the informational interview concept, which informational interviews are one of the best ways I think to lead eventually to interviews if you're a job seeker, but it's reaching out to people to connect with them, to have this informal meeting. It's not necessarily to ask for a job, although it sometimes can lead to one, but it's more asking for advice through these different types of interviews. You're the one conducting the interview, not the other person, and you're the one setting the pace of it. And I'll make sure that all of you have another resource available if you do want to take up this concept, but I think it's great for job seekers. Be active. Don't let your connections and your shiny profile gather dust. Make sure you are finding ways to offer value in whatever ways you can. Let me circle back to, um, if you want to ask a question, go ahead and put it in the chat and I'll ask it. Or if you want to go ahead and just be bold and unmute yourself and talk, I'm totally cool with that. Um, so I made the mistake of accepting a bunch of friends on LinkedIn that I probably shouldn't have, like just randos. And so now I want to purge my list so that when Sarah Douglas gets a job, I, I know who she is. So are you, <laughs> cool. are you penalized for purging? But like, does that look poorly on you if you're just kind of combing through your list and delete, delete, delete? As far as I know, that's a good question. As far as I know, no, I think that's fine. I don't really know LinkedIn's algorithms as much as you would, you would think I do sometimes, I'll be honest. But as far as I know, I've heard nothing from talking with people in my own experience that it will hurt you when it comes down to it. In fact, it's, if, if it was me doing it, I'd probably, I'd probably do the same thing. All right. What else do we got? Oh, okay. So I'm actually not in Austin right now. I'm actually moving to Austin in August from Baltimore. I haven't left my job yet, of course, because it's not time for me to leave yet. But I'm trying to figure out how I can like get myself out there more on LinkedIn to connect with more people in Austin without my employer seeing it. I mean, I know that there's like outreaching and everything, but I know that there's a lot more that can go a long way. But again, like I don't know what to do without my employer seeing it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's a good point. We, we had one uh, person who was actually thinking about like changing their actual location to the job they're applying for, which we strictly advocated against that, you know, for that reason. Um, but you like to, the employer questions, a big one. It's, it's one that we get often is like the concern about like, is my employer looking at my profile or my activity? I remember when I first started really getting on LinkedIn and I had that restaurant job, I remember when I had premium, when I saw my, my boss, like look at my profile, I got fairly nervous. I would say to, it's okay to be active on LinkedIn and to make connection requests. You don't have to be very overt in the way that you're applying for jobs. Like for instance, you don't have to say, you know, you're explicitly looking for a job. In fact, I probably wouldn't recommend this anyway, even for job seekers. You know, I would say, look at your privacy settings and see what your boss can see or can't see. 
even when you turn on the I'm looking for a job feature on LinkedIn, like it doesn't make a guarantee that you like your boss won't see it, but I don't think it's likely because like you can make those things private. This is, it is a tough question because at the end of the day, your profile is online and it is something that people can see. But I would say just come up with a strategy that speaks maybe more towards long-term networking. So that way, you know, that way your boss won't worry or anything, but. So if anyone has any questions about LinkedIn, they may ask here. I have a question about a resume. Um, we'll hold off if, if anyone has any, any LinkedIn questions. Otherwise, we can definitely answer that. Or we can answer that later because we're always doing resume stuff. I have a quick question. What if your boss or some other high position person in your company wants to connect with you on LinkedIn? Ah, great question. How do you feel about this person? <laughs> Not a fan. <laughs> I, uh, this is just, it is a personal choice. Believe me when it, when I say who to connect with, who not to connect with, I'm just, for me personally, this is just my own. What I would do is I, I would not connect with that person because like, I just know myself. I probably sub on a, some sort of subconscious level, I'd be afraid to post things or comment on things. And like, I just, I wouldn't want that person, I guess, I don't know, like being able to see everything. It just really depends also if you have a private, like if you open up your LinkedIn to just private, because once you accept that connection, they're going to be able to see everything. If you already have your LinkedIn set to public, then I would say it may not make as much of a difference. The one key difference I would say is your boss would be able to send you a direct message without having to pay for in-mail, which they would be able to message you anyway. And it probably doesn't matter. I would look at that factor. It's like, is it your own comfort level? First question. And second question is, have you made the decision to go public or private? But yeah, me personally, I like if I didn't like this person, like I wouldn't invite them into my life that that way. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that concludes it for today. Hope you found this to be useful and valuable. I just can't emphasize enough the power of LinkedIn. If you are using it the right way, and if you are using LinkedIn from a real human, authentic perspective, you are going to see the benefits and it is going to make sense for you. Just make sure you don't ask for too much too quick and you're just patient with the process because sometimes it takes time. I am obviously on LinkedIn. Please make sure to connect with me. I'm Chris Villanueva, CPRW. I'll make sure to put the description as well. I'll also put my co-founder's URL if you want to connect with him. And uh, looking forward to staying in touch. I want to see you post. I want to see you commenting. And let's do this. Thanks so much for tuning in. This is the Career Warrior Podcast. I'll see you next week.